0: Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One.
1: So, Matt, what are we talking about in this episode?
0: Oh, a little bit of LA Auto Show coverage. EV was the theme, so we're going to talk a little bit about Rivian and Fisker and the Porsche Cayman GT4 RS.
1: A screamer and a beautiful, beautiful car. All right. First, there's Geico. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to GEICO.com. Get a quote. See just how much you could save at GEICO. That is GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. <laughs> Get it on, got to get on the to get on Monday. Get it on, and welcome to CarCast. I'm Adam Corral. That's Matt, the moderator. DeAndrea, hello over there. How do you do? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm looking at all the car stuff we got to talk about. I notice you're driving the new uh, TRD Toyota Camry. Toyota
0: Camry, yeah, it's kind of interesting.
1: So the Toyota Camrys like. Getting aggressive looking,
0: it is. But it's interesting that when they when they did this car, so the Toyota Camry TRD is the hotter version of the Camry. But to not make it out of the price range because the Camry is you know one of the best selling cars in the country and mm-hmm. um, in the thirty thousand ish range, they actually spiced it up with suspension and exhaust and stuff, but. They they ended up removing a bunch of things like wireless charging and moonroof and and you know heated steering wheel and heated seats. So actually this this TRD camry is thirty-three thousand dollars, thirty-three one sixty, when you can get a fully loaded Camry for actually thirty-six thousand. So mm-hmm. this is the sportier version, but is not it top of the food chain. Rear wheel drive? It, oh, that's a good question. So rear wheel drive on this, I believe.
1: If I, it's, I, uh, I if believe
0: it's, it is because it's got the it's got the V six. I don't
1: even. Well, we can pop the hood and see what direction yeah. it's facing. Yeah, I don't. Uh, are most cameras rear wheel, front wheel? I've I've lost track. They they. It was a bad. It was a bad era when everything switched to front wheel, and then I was sort of out because I didn't like all the hopped up front wheel drive cars. Yeah. It, it drove me yeah. nuts when people were. Breathing all over their Hondas and souping them up and hopping them up to see those front wheels spinning around—it's front wheel. Oh, really? Oh, that's a bummer. Well, look—the good news is—is you drove it here and you couldn't tell.
0: Yeah, you get in traffic for an hour, but (laughs) you can—you can upgrade to all-wheel drive if you want.
1: I don't think you can in the
0: TRD though, which is kind of the issue. But the TRD. So, they gave it some stiffer springs and a little bit larger sway bar. They lowered it a little bit, uh, about a half an inch, 0.6 inches. They lowered it. Um, they got larger brakes. It's got 12.9 inch instead of uh, the 12 inch.
1: 12.9 used to be about as big as you were going to get in an, in the aftermarket world, you know, set up well, Brembo's. And back now it's in the got day. two
0: piston calipers instead of one piston calipers. <laughs>
1: well, you know, it, it strikes me looking at it that car manufacturers started doing, they've moved from the interior to the exterior. Mm -hmm. So, you know, back in the day, I would always say, you know, talking about um, a Camaro or a Mustang back in the 80s or 90s, I'd go, let's just do do whatever BMW is doing, do whatever Volkswagen is doing, you know, just make it more. And uh, thus the era of the diamond stitching was upon us now every because as i've said many times if it doesn't cost any more to do a diamond stitch then do a diamond stitch because that's what rolls royce and bentley have now they went from the sort of bland bar soap on the exterior to sharpening up the lines on the exterior because evidently when you're popping steel you can just pop it whatever shape (laughs) you want to pop it and so now what you have is a Camry that looks pretty aggressive from the outside. It it's got some good lines, kind of yeah. looks like a BMW 4 Series or something like that, 3 or 4 Series. And then you go to the interior, it's got the diamond stitching, and, and it looks the part as yeah. well. And somebody figured out that if it doesn't really cost much more, why not just emulate? Like, what? why do we have, you know, so back back in the day... You could drive down the highway and you could tell, oh, that's an expensive car. That's a cheap car. Now, with the Hyundai and Genesis and all this kind of stuff, you have to get up on the car. Yeah, yeah. You used to be able to tell from 50 yards, oh, that's a Camry, that's a Honda, you know, that's a Mm shitbox, you know. Kind of started when cars started going, they took a look at the uh, Audi 7 series when that came out. And they went, why don't we just start shaping them? like that Honda started doing that Toyota got into it a little bit Genesis and all that and Mm -hmm. they just went like well why why should people be able to tell from a hundred feet that this is the cheap car. Why and not make it, them get up on it?
0: You notice how like a lot of the inexpensive cars felt like things were tacked on and the more expensive cars felt like everything was flush and integrated, mm-hmm. right? And now, especially like Genesis, like the gaps are good, the lights are flush, everything's LED, and I'm talking exterior, right? Mm-hmm. And and when you see it, somebody just said, "You know what? I'm going I'm going to give a little bit of thought" to the design of the taillights. Instead of just a big red piece of plastic with a bulb jammed into it, let's give it a little bit of thought into the design and then you come up with something that you haven't seen and now it stands out. You're like, "Oh, I really like the Genesis. I really like the way that's looking," yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, no better time to be poor, as I've, I've always said.
0: So, Toyota Camry is, you know, the TRD, it's it's the hotter version. It handles well, it's much grippier. They put bigger brakes on it and they kept the price at just over $33,000 by eliminating maybe a lot of the things that you don't necessarily need. But the thought process, I thought, was kind of smart. They're saying, hey, why can't we do the sporty version with the wings and the red calipers and the 19-inch wheels and not have it be the most expensive, expensive premium version of the car? Why does it have to be, I don't know, $45,000 – why can't we make it a stripped-down entry-level version, and I would argue lighter weight?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and I think it does come in uh, a few percentage points less. So it's kind of a, an interesting car. And I'm driving it. I'm going. I, I, I ran into somebody. I think I ran into uh, Brian Callen, mm-hmm. uh, comedian. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Brian's like, "What is this?" Right. And I go, oh, "It's a Camry." He's like, it, it, uh, you know, "Brian's not really a car guy." He's like. It's got a big fin on the back. I was like, yeah, it's it's got yeah. a spoiler. It's got a wing. Yeah, fin, whatever. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, good. And, and it caught his attention. And then he kind of was like, oh, it's a little, he didn't say boy racer, but I was I'm sort of translating. But he's like, it's a little boy racer-ish. And I was like, it is, but it's Toyota being able to go after that Civic Type R audience as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just thought it was kind of a, a neat thing. And at that price range... It's it's a fun car to throw around.
1: Uh, says here, there's a Fisker update.
0: There, there is. So we've been kind of digging into uh, into Fisker recently, and Fisker debuted their SUV at the LA Auto Show. Is that the Ocean? The Fisker Ocean. Mm-hmm. It's got some neat features. We might have touched a little bit on some of these uh, last week, but these new. Car companies are popping up, and and you're, you're starting to wonder, like, how are they funded? How are they getting their money? And these companies are going public before they've ever made any product, and, and Fisker, one of them as well. Uh, you know, there was a company that popped up called Mullen. It's mm-hmm. a, I've never even heard of it. They were at the LA Auto Show. Mm-hmm. I'll get into that in a second. But Mullen has a factory in Tennessee that I've never heard of, and they're going to be building a car that I've never heard of and all of those feats seem like you're just sort of piling on risk as as a car company so Fisker who's been up and down this road before a lot of success at Aston Martin designed the BMW z8 which is worth a lot of money
1: <laughs> yeah they're going they're going up nicely they're kind of following they're they're lagging behind but they're kind of following the trend of the o 506 06, Ford GT yeah they they Sold for a buck fifty. They flattened out for a while. They maybe even dipped down a little, mm-hmm. and then they're starting to climb up. I think the Ford GT is ahead of it a few years, but it's starting to starting to tick up.
0: So Ian Callum, who's been on the show before, was the designer at Aston Martin and did the DB9. Mm-hmm. And under Ford ownership, when he left, I think to Jaguar. Hendrik Fisker replaced him as the head of design for yeah, the, Aston and, and Martin.
1: Fisker Karma was a car I drove when we were doing a car show 10 years ago, whenever it was. And it was kind of ahead of its time in that, you know, they wanted a luxury electric car. They wanted an electric car that didn't feel like an electric car. You know, these were, this is back when, you know, if you want an electric car, you'd drive a Leaf. Mm-hmm. And people are kind of... You know, the first electric cars were kind of loosely based on a golf cart. Yeah, it's you know? a golf cart, basically. <laughs> and Fisker, and I mean, we may be going back 13 years now, yeah. was like, I'm going to make something that's kind of low-slung and handles and has nice, rich interior wood and right. looks like a luxury sports sedan, a, a GT, Grand Touring. And, and they did it and I drove it and it was like, oh my God, this thing's this thing's amazing. And then they ran into, I don't know, some battery supply problems yeah. and then one caught on fire. And then I, I do I, think- The I,
0: company that was making the battery, I think, went out of business.
1: I and- think those Fisker Karmas are going to follow, you know, if you want to kind of know, you know, I always kind of talk about the big brother dragging up the, the mm-hmm. one below it. If you want to kind of know where things are going going with the Fisker Karma. Now, I don't know what those things are selling for now, Chris, but I don't think you could give them away about five, six years ago. They, right. they came out, they were, I don't know, 80, 90 grand, 100 grand. Then they just kind of flattened out. There were some issues and yeah. then you couldn't really give them away. I think if you're looking for an investment, the Fisker Karma has a lot of similarities to Spiker. Spiker mm-hmm. was a good looking car Interesting car, kind of a bespoke, you know, company that right. wasn't GM or whatever. Ford, in in and, and everyone, just, they didn't sell. People turned their nose up at them. They at some point they got down to ninety grand or something right, on right. on eBay, and they're three hundred and fifty grand now, like all day long, yeah. you know, and then some. And there's a lot of similarities in the karma with the Spiker. You know, yeah, I, 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 really, they're they're of well, the same first era. Of design
0: is good. So when you, like you said, when you see the car, you're like, this is a cool looking sedan. It's got haunches, it's got hips on it, and it's got mm-hmm. a good low slung feel. So you're what right.
1: are they? Uh, what are they going well, for? There's one Chris. for
0: thirty one thousand. There's one for thirty nine thousand. Uh, Twenty seven thousand.
1: So that's as of today yeah okay that,
0: i mean those those sales were uh twenty old, yeah now the assets of that company were sold to another company, so there's I, this new fisker karma same body style coming out that will cause a little bit of confusion
1: I think if you got thirty thirty five grand um I think you may want to get on that car
0: yeah i I don't know how feasible it is to drive i don't know the <laughs> the quality well,
1: yeah i mean I, I i agree i mean don't buy it you know don't buy for your kid to, to go off to college but right but right. you know i think it's got a lot of at 30 something grand it's got a lot of upside
0: you're right we talk about what are you know whatever affordable collector cars this might have some potential it looks good it's a good piece to, to talk about Maybe not something you want to drive every day, but in the mid-30s range, I mean,
1: yeah, definitely I'd say less of a, of a risk. Take a look at, again, just follow kind of the trajectory of Spiker, and I think you're going yeah. to find a lot of similarities. But you're right. Like Spiker, the car has to look the part. Yeah. It, it has to look good. First and foremost, and and the Fisker does, yeah. And that that Spiker, I used to look at Spikers all the time. I go, this is a lot of diamond stitching, by a the way, a lot of
0: diamond stitching.
1: I I I would look at that car and go, this is a fucking jewelry box. Like, yeah, it's beautiful, you know. And I like, ah, no one wants them, no one likes them. <laughs> and I was like, all, all right, all but right. I can't imagine. You know, it's kind of like. You know the 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 '90s movie where oh, there's the frumpy chick because she has got her hair up in a bun and she's wearing glasses, but it's clear she's smoking hot, and it's like nobody sees that. Nah, look at her glasses; yeah, nobody wants glasses. her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm telling you, I, I'm I'm telling you, I. I, I used to look at those all the time and go. I'd look at the interior, I'd look at the exterior. It had the V eight Audi power plant and stuff, and mm-hmm. I was like mid engine and all that. And I was like, "It's a good looking piece." Uh, not interested. They couldn't. They couldn't really move them. And yeah. uh, now I, I think three hundred and fifty is about the low end on those cars. And I, I would, I'd say thirty grand. Get yourself a Fisker and sit on it for a I, while.
0: And, and this, you're right. This is a car company where. There's probably clean, low, mild ones that were sitting on car dealer lots or in a showroom. You know, you know, a handful, if that. We're sitting there for uh, for a long time. They couldn't move them, and now they're they're. Um, hopefully, those dealers held onto them in a the museum. I feel like somebody like Bo Bachman probably interior
1: reclaimed <laughs> wood too. I remember talking to Fisker yeah. about it. Yeah,
0: yeah, which is interesting because that's his his car now is all very eco friendly. Uh oh, the, the ocean. The, the, the the uh, he's, it's made it out of like old fishnets and plastic bottles, or a lot of interior pieces. It's got vegan friendly interior, like a leather like kind of material. It's all super vegan friendly that he's pushing. I'll
1: wait in the uh, in and out drive through line in my vegan friendly. <laughs> my vegan Fisker. friendly
0: Fisker. So the the Fisker Ocean, as we said, is a, a small EV SUV. It's front wheel drive or all wheel drive trim. It's about six inches longer than a honda crv mm-hmm. um and the the wheelbase is about 10 inches longer so the wheels are pushed out further it's got a good look to it
1: a uh, wider you're saying 10 oh the wheels the wheel f- base, pushed in yeah, the front yeah. in the and the back and it right. is
0: and like what fisker did before he gave he gave the hips like some some meat to them they got haunches on it so it has kind of a wide stance to it so it looks beefier. Uh, some cool features uh, we might have touched on. The big infotainment screen is vertical or horizontal, right? Mm-hmm. And you can hit a button and you can it will go whichever way you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his um, California button, when you hit that, it rolls down all of the windows and opens the roof and rolls down the little dog windows in the back.
1: Uh-huh. In
0: the hatch, he, he designed what he calls dog windows. So dogs can sit in the hatch, hang their head out, not fall out. One of his little tricks, one of his gimmicks that that sells,
1: yeah, well, you know sadly, but if you're talking about the electric car market, um they're probably more into their dogs than <laughs> my parents were into their kids, <laughs> and everything you know the vegan this and the reclaim that, and the former fish nets, this, and the dog windows it's all part and parcel of sort of the new who is buying this car, yeah, and you know when 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 I was coming up, when they're selling you a car, they were talking about powertrain warranty. Right. And they were talking about Bondi Rai steel, you know, and they were just laid out. They'd go, rust proof warranty, 50,000, engine 25, powertrain. Like, just go through every single
0: part. Good features, but now we assume all cars have that. So, where's the conversation piece? The conversation piece is fishnet recycled seats, right? Like,
1: yeah, they don't mm -hmm. even. I I don't. I don't think the average person even asked what the warranty is (laughs) on uh, on anything. Yeah, what sort
0: of rust proofing do you have?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's kind of kind of gotten down. It's sort of like TV sets now. You know, there's no bulbs and pipes and and um, you know transistors and things to fix. It's just, you buy the TV set, the biggest one you can at the cheapest price and you plug it in. Like you don't, you you just assume everything's just going to work and be good until it doesn't work and then you'll get a new one. That's kind of where we're at. I I think that's kind of where we're at with cars now.
0: Yeah. You know, and so this Fisker is, starts at about 37,000, works its way up to about 70,000 and it comes out in a year from now and then the other versions are after that. But his strategy on this is is he's making the car. He's teamed up with a company called Magna, and they're in Austria. And he went to them and said, can we build this car? And yes, this is what I think is smart about the process. I don't mind – a smart businessman outsourcing these things. You don't have to own everything. So he went to Magna. Magna has a base platform, sort of an EV platform. He started with that. And then 90% of the car is all original, his design and engineers, and he owns all the IP. He owns all the intellectual property. But instead of building a factory from scratch and staffing it up and going through the growing pains, Magna builds cars. I believe Magna builds the Mercedes G-Wagon. Right, so he went to a company that is cash flow positive, has been building cars, has some quality and and reputation under their belt, and he said, "What can you do for me?" So, yeah, he's cutting into his margins a little bit because there's a you know markup for that company, but it's safe to say he's probably going to be one of the startup EV companies that's going to come out of the gate with a probably a little bit higher quality just because the experience on the production floor mm-hmm. right that company going this is what we've learned building cars for years this is what we do for mercedes this is what we do here what we do there you yeah uh, I saw, so it's kind of interesting
1: um is it a reveron reveron what's the truck rivian rivian is it rivian rivian with a t at the end no yeah, N. 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 rivian yeah
0: R. I. V. I. A. N.
1: Yeah, I was thinking of that DiCaprio movie, with <laughs> the Revenant, the bear. Revenant <laughs> <with> the bear. <laughs> uh, I uh, I saw one uh, traveling down the one hundred and one the other day. Yeah, it's the first one I've ever seen in the wild.
0: I think they started delivering a few and uh, making all the press rounds, so um, they've giving some to uh, you know like a day or two to the media. Mm-hmm. To do stuff so you know it could have been you know any journalist could have been driving it, so it 's a little smaller than an f one fifty but a little bigger than a ranger or a tacoma mm-hmm. um, and uh, it 's getting wonderful reviews. Um, Edmonds did a big test on it and says it's it 's not efficient, just sort of the cost to 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 plug it in it It uses a massive battery to mm-hmm. get the range that it gets that 's mm-hmm. kind of you know three hundred and something miles.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I was, I, was, I, I didn't, I haven't really th- thought about it too much, but it, it's kind of interesting, which is, um, as far as the, the sale of electric cars, and you're talking about efficiency, um, you know, I've been saying to Dr. Drew for a million years, like, money's invisible now, so it's real easy to spend, you know, government's printing it, kids got apps on their phone, yeah. you know, it just feels, my kids money's invisible to them. There's nothing to do with me or going to work or anything. It's all all praise goes to their phone, which somehow prints the money in, in their mind. Yeah. When they get... The, now, um gas is real tangible. Like, gas is cash. Yeah. You sit there at a gas station, you watch that wheel spin, you know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, oh, it's, uh, 37, oh, 41 bucks. Oh, 56 bucks. You know, it's like tick, 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 yeah. tick, tick. Electric, you plug it in, you walk away. Now, obviously, the meter's running, but it just doesn't have that visceral cash right effect. It's like the difference between
0: and you've deferred the payment, like till your next month's bill.
1: Yeah, and it's also <laughs> kind of I don't know. I know you know down to the penny what your electric bill is. I don't really know. Like I, 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 I'm in a different bracket, and I don't care as much as you do, and uh, and I. You know, that's that's more on me than it is on you. But what I'm saying is is the impact of the electric bill going up is, is right. It's deferred and or defrayed. I can never tell which one or both. But the point is is the gas station is cash yeah, and the electric is kind of a credit card. You know, it's much different when you're going out to dinner. I mean, you know, because, because I
0: probably that till that's in front of I would of go you, out right? to dinner
1: eighty percent less if I had to just pull out cash. Yeah, for that nice steak dinner with a couple of cocktails. You and I have been to quite a few of those. If I had to pull out a ball of cash and peel off three hundred and twenty-seven dollars or something, I'd be like, yeah. "Fuck this, we're not doing this again." But. You get a little buzz going, and you give them the credit card, and they walk away with it. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, have fun. You come
0: back, you can barely see it; it's dark. All those steakhouses are dark, by the way. Yeah, you scribble down a number and you sign your name, and you're on your way. That
1: does <laughs> that is the credit card. I think the electric is the credit card, and it for kind that of is. reason, it, and not not to mention that at least out here, gas is five fifty a gallon.
0: Oh, and it is. It's depressing when you you know. When you go to whatever gas station and you use your ATM card, and it automatically stops at 100 because it has to ding the card and it like pre approves, like credit cards and stuff, it's fine. Like you usually get a higher limit, but you put your ATM in, you're like, 100 bucks, I just filled up and I don't have a full tank of gas. Like mm. you couldn't do it on 100 bucks. Like you're driving right. a truck or an SUV, like, right. I spent 100 bucks and I'm going to have to do this again in a few days because I got, you know, three-quarters of a tank. And right. you're right. Even if you buy gas with that credit card or a gas card or your ATM card, it's that that five minutes of just watching this till just go, just numbers in front of you, and you see the gallons not even going nearly as fast as the dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, two gallons, $18? What's right. going on here? Yeah. And, you know, when you saw that, like, if you if you – if it's you nutty. sat down at Mastro's and they had that on the middle of the table and every time you took a bite of steak and started racking up, you'd be like, I'm cutting this off, sides only, mashed uh, potatoes, I'm the, out of here.
1: The, uh, the thing that's funny is, and it's so insane, so they're talking about gas and how expensive it is and Biden's going to make a move. And Biden's thing is, we're going into the strategic oil reserve. Yeah, right? that we
0: didn't. You we didn't tell you about. We're gonna we're gonna release some barrels.
1: All right. So, <laughs> but here's what people don't don't know. And oh, oh god, it's so bad. But it's like they're going to go in for fifty million barrels. Yeah. Right. So we're going to the strategic. We're going in the reserve. Let me ask young Ryan. 50 million barrels were going into the strategic oil reserve to lighten the load on production and importation of the gas and blah, blah, blah. Give us a uh, number of weeks, months, days, time that you think the 50 million barrels, like how long could this country run off of 50 million barrels? A month and a half? Two and a half days. <laughs> And I was being conservative because <laughs> right. of the way you framed How's, it. How, how would this relieve gas? Like, so we're going in. So we do 20 million barrels a day in this country. They're going to release 50 million barrels. They tell you the 50 million part. They don't tell you the, how many we burn a day. And they had the fucking energy secretary up there. Now, as I like to say, I like to play a little game <laughs> stupid or liar. <laughs> Stupid or liar? Because she's up there doing a press conference, and maybe I can't think of her name, but maybe Chris can find it. Is is a day or so old? And somebody, of course, the press guy's like, "Do you know how many barrels we do a day?" This is the energy, the Secretary of Energy. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I don't have that number in front of me. Yeah. Now you want to know why she doesn't have that number in front? For first off, how come I know? <laughs> You're the fucking Secretary of Energy. Yeah. All right, she doesn't know, stupid or liar. She knows. She knows. Um, The reason she doesn't have that number in front of her, by the way, Matt, do you see any numbers in front of me? No. Okay, I can remember 20 million barrels a day, (laughs) and I can remember 50, and then I can extrapolate into two and a half days. Right, it's not my job, but I still (laughs) know it. Jennifer Granholm she goes. I don't have those numbers in front of me. The reason? Well, she didn't lie. She probably doesn't have that number in front of her. I, I would. <laughs> but it's in her head. I would argue you should know. <laughs> yeah, you should know. Yeah. <laughs> what grade is your kid in? I don't have that number, I don't in, front have of that me. number in front of me. Okay, uh,
0: technically true, but I feel like you should know this.
1: What's your Zodiac sign? I don't have that information in front of me. I don't have any of that in front of me. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we don't have in front <laughs> yeah, of us. Right. Yeah. Okay, how old are you? What's your address? I, okay, not in front of me. I'm still aware of these numbers. So she doesn't have it in front of her, and the reason she doesn't have it in front of her is because If she's up there talking about strategic reserves, and if somebody says, uh, how many barrels do we do a day in this country? If she says 20 million a day, the next question is going to be, so the reserves are 50. Mm -hmm. So that's two and a half days. Mm -hmm. She can be dumb and just say she doesn't have that number in front of her. Right. Right. I don't know if you can find that, Max in <laughs> <laughs> The clip. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Uh, could there be a, a more blatant example of stupid or liar? Now, in that, in this case, it's liar because she's not a dumb person, and and she's the Energy Secretary. And
0: but why even why even do the press conference? Like you know, it's not going to make a big impact, right? Maybe it's a, a minor impact, and and like what. What's the press conference? It's like we're going to release this because we're
1: heroes. I don't or, know if it was uh, if it was a bigger subject or I. In Chris can like can it's tell making me
0: that. it's making the rounds. It's making the news. It's obviously hitting the automotive community. The news that I read.
1: Right. Well, let, let's see. Maybe we can play the clip. If Chris has it. You know, how many barrels of oil does the U.S. consume per day? I don't have that number in front of me. So. So some suggest it's about 18 million, which would suggest you're releasing less than three days' worth of supply from the Petroleum Reserve. <laughs> she okay. doesn't have that number in front of her. No, the, She's the, the energy did. secretary. <laughs> yeah. Why does he know? <laughs> yeah, the reporter Does did. he have the number? Chris, is this stupid or liar?
0: Uh, it's, liar. <laughs> it's, liar. <laughs> it's liar.
1: It's liar. It's a liar. Or, by the way, at what point do we remove you from your post? You know what I mean? Like, you're the energy secretary, sweetheart. Uh, we're talking about a gas crisis here. You don't have any idea of how many barrels this country uses a day. Of course. And, by the way, when you say, I'm going to release 50 million barrels from the Strategic Reserve, isn't your next question, energy secretary, is that good for... Was that good for a year? Yeah, how long? Like how, how, what does what that buy us?
0: Right. You're saying she didn't anticipate a follow up question? <laughs> By the way, I, in the world we live in today, somebody's going to be able to Google and find a clip or an article where she says how much oh, we yeah. use per day. Right. Because oh, yeah. she, she must have, as the head of energy, right? Like, as that job, you have to, she's probably said it 100 times in conversations
1: that's a that's a good point we'll see if we can find what was the press where what was before that was she talking about releasing fifty thousand barrels I'm looking uh anyway so it's nice to have energy reserves but energy reserves that last you less than half a week <laughs> does, is not does not make me Brim with confidence yeah. as, a, as an American. If
0: there was the speech of going, hey, this doesn't last long. What we really need to do is combine it with, you know, reduced travel. Don't you know, blah blah blah. Don't get in your car, carpool. Or, you know, like whatever. Like, how do you how do you string this out? Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, in California, we do it with our electric, and they go, yeah, we don't have reserves because we don't have a way of holding battery, uh, holding power. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Everyone in California should stop using water and stop using electricity, and if you don't, we're going to do rolling blackouts or shut your water off.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, did you go through the – you want to talk Porsche? Uh, I do. I want to talk Porsche, but
0: um, uh, this note about uh, Fisker – uh, oh, this sorry. other company, Mullen, came out. And it's a good-looking little SUV and a, another like direct-listing publicly traded company. Uh, somebody could bring up a picture of this Mullen uh, USA. MullenUSA.com is the car. It's a, it's a sharp-looking little SUV. They got a factory in Tennessee. They came out to
1: the LA Auto Show. Nobody's ever heard of them. How much is this going to cut into Tesla? I feel like Tesla – Tell me if this is an apt analogy. When I started off in construction, the uh, cordless drill was, you know, the drill of the future, Mm -hmm. brand new. Uh, 9.6 volts, Mm. steel chuck, had to use a key. I still maintain that the best name for a homeless guy is keyless chuck.
0: Keyless chuck. I love that
1: guy. (laughs) (laughs) He drinks a little, stay away from him, but during the day, he seems fine. He seems fine. Uh, so there was nothing but Makita. Makita m- cornered the market. They had they had the nine point six volt, and that was the weapon of choice for pretty much a decade
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, on a construction site. And then it's some, that's a long run. It is it, it well by today's standards it's yeah. ten lifetimes right. But even then it was yeah. Look, you guys can Google me wrong. I'm, I'm not saying there wasn't a couple other offerings, but it wasn't a mainstream offering. Right. If you went onto a construction site and someone's using a cordless drill, they were using a Makita and it was that way from, you know, 1980. Two to 1995, mm-hmm. and then you go to Home Depot. Now everyone in their mother, you know, ring doorbells, got a cordless drill offering. <laughs> it's every everything. Yeah, rigid, Dewalt, you know, Milwaukee, on and on and on and on. Of course, everything's good. Everything works. Is that kind of a kind of a Tesla analogy? It is. And, and, Tesla's and, and been I, around I, for a while. I will bet you that if you looked at the market share of Makita. In cordless drills, circa 1985, it was 92 percent of the market. Makita mm, mm-hmm. cordless drill now—you know—they still make a great cordless drill, but they got to be down in the 20s or 30s in terms of right. market but share.
0: The question is: Is their 20 or 30 percent market share equivalent the amount of sales, or larger than having 90 percent of a tiny market back then? So
1: I don't have those numbers in front. of You don't have those numbers in front, you of, me, I, numbers in front
0: of you. Check. But. Uh, Tesla has enjoyed being uh, the 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 only real
1: right. EV so what, company
0: for a long time. What, you know, you think Chevy what, Bolt and, and what Leaf economist
1: and, Matt is saying is is well, if if Tesla eight years ago you got ninety percent of the market share and you're selling a million units a year, well, now you have twenty two percent of the market share, but you're selling one point seven million right. units a year because the market has expanded so yes. much that's so what you're we're saying. always
0: going to look at Tesla's annual sales mm-hmm. versus market share right uh, and that's going to be the game changer and companies are realizing that right So when Ford comes out and they says, Hey, we're doing an electric f one fifty 10 hours after we we announced it, we have 75,000 pre-orders mm-hmm. and now we have 150,000 deposits we have orders on this truck. Nobody is saying that's 1% of the truck market or or 10% of the F150 market. They're right. just saying 150,000 sales is more than what a lot of car companies do on specialty cars. Mm-hmm. 150,000 F1 F150s uh, electric F150s Is probably more than every Camaro that was sold last year.
1: They, yeah, they do. uh, They've been running the commercial for the electric uh, lightning uh, F one fifty lighting up the house for for the Christmas season. Yes. The problem with that commercial, and uh, it's a problem with a lot of commercials and a lot of uh, trailers for comedies and stuff. (laughs) When you edit it together, you know exactly what's going on, so you start (laughs) trimming and trimming and trimming. It doesn't play like the cars lighting up the house. They, yeah. they they show the house, they show the car in the driveway, they show like a tight shot of him like pushing the button and you see the lights go on. That's too much math for us to do. Like yeah. it seems like someone in the house turned on something. I, I'm saying like you got to show him running the cord and like you, you got yeah. here's what I'm saying maker of that commercial. You have to carve out about four seconds of showing him like plugging the christmas light cord into, like, an extension cord. Yeah, yeah. And then showing them, like, plug it into the truck and then, like, hit the switch. And then the fire switch. up it,
0: the truck and the house it's, turns it's, on. It's, and, it, it's, yeah. it's,
1: it is, and I'm telling you because I edit shit, it's, it's only five seconds. Mm-hmm. But, but carve it out. It's happening too fast.
0: Yeah. And how you don't edit the uh, uh, Christmas vacation with the lights going on and off, him outside trying to... <laughs> how do you not turn that into an electric F-150 commercial? I have no idea. But uh, by the way, Fisker, I believe, is doing the same thing. They're going to be offering that type of feature. They're saying, why think, not? It's yeah, battery-powered car. have to. All we need to do is the hardware on the house. Why aren't we all doing
1: this? So do you have the... Uh, I'm sorry, the Mullen the, 5? So the
0: Mullen, the Mullen 5, it's a sharp-looking SUV. It came out of nowhere, it seems like. Uh, and they're talking what about sticker? About fifty five thousand, 000, mm-hmm. um, zero to sixteen, three point two seconds, three twenty five mile range. And wow. it and it's pretty.
1: It, uh, four uh sorry, two row, three row. It's a
0: two row, it's a kind of a mid size. Uh, SUV. How it far? off good. It
1: looks good. How far off are we? In I, terms I don't of delivery? know what the
0: delivery dates on it. They're taking reservations on it right now. They're doing hundred dollar deposits. Um, you know, Fisker said they're a year out. Um, so, I, and they just became a publicly traded company, Mullins, on November fifth. Uh, so maybe maybe they're a year out. Maybe they're a little bit less. Uh, I want to say their their headquarters is here in Southern California, and their factory is going to be in Tennessee. So we'll. We'll see, but it's just another company. It's just they had a huge booth at the LA Auto Show. Everyone's like, "Who is this company? This looks good. I'm interested." I love it. Uh, it just kind of sounded interesting. But Did you find any grand
1: home? Uh, yeah. Clerks?
0: So it started like right before that question. She was just, just talking about the gas prices and the president's doing everything he can with the petroleum reserve, and it's on his mind. But the real goal is to transition to cleaner energy. And then they asked her that question. She says, "I don't have that number in front of me." And then she goes back to saying that, look, other
1: countries are doing it, too. We're not as much as we are. And that's that's what we we have. Well, now you got to go on the quest to find her, you know, when she's being sworn into Congress or something, talking about. She's got to. <laughs> she must have said that number. Well, if you want to be the energy secretary, you have a small cheat sheet of shit you got to know. Yeah. It's like saying. You're going to be the ambassador to Spain, and then you got to go, okay, where's the capital? Like, well, you better fucking commit that one to the memory bank, otherwise it's going to get embarrassing.
0: Right. There's going to be 100,000 things, but there's always going to be like 10 questions that the general public is going to be interested in, and our consumption of of, of fuel is going to be one of them.
1: I I – I bet that'll come up there.
0: Uh, all right. So Porsche. Let, me, Porsche. let me tell you about Porsche. Oh, let me, uh, let me hit Geico real quick here. Uh, do you own or rent your home? Well, either way, it could be a lot of hard work. But you know what's easy? It's bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And that's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home already. So just go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today.
1: Porsche.
0: Porsche had their room that we love always at the good. LA Auto Show. It's mm-hmm. it's it's always a great display. It's kind of like a little museum tour. Like you walk in one door, you come out the other door, and you see all these great cars. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of cool things in there. Uh, stole the show with the Cayman GT4 RS.
1: Uh, Is that seven eighteen? Yeah, the
0: Cayman seven eighteen GT4 RS. A great color on the debut, a big wing, and they decided to take the GT3 engine, drop it in. It's a four-liter naturally aspirated, nine thousand RPM engine, makes four hundred ninety-three horsepower. Oh. It sounds fantastic. This car is fast. It looks awesome. It's going to be about one hundred forty-three thousand bucks. And of course they have to kind of like make it whatever 10 horsepower less than a GT3 911 but yeah this this had everybody just crushing over this car people were like oh this thing's cool it looks like the 718 awesome.
1: looks like the old oh, not the what the hell was the one what was the mid engine that they came out with after the 911 um, not after the 911 but um
0: well they had a boxer. This a boxer. This is, is the h- boxer hardtop, basically.
1: Yeah. yeah is it's that, kind of. The, yeah. Do they do a boxer anymore? They
0: yeah, they do. A 17, 718 boxer I Oh, think, is that what is they're it? doing?
1: All right. So this is a seven eighteen. So
0: this is a seven eighteen. Um it's only gonna have a PDK because they said they've only they don't have a manual transmission that goes to that engine or something. They gave some uh-huh. some excuse about it. Also, I'm sure they just wanted to yeah, naturally aspirated, 9,000 RPM.
1: Boy, that thing sounds awesome. Uh,
0: Zero to 16, 3.2 seconds, top speed of 196, hauls ass around the ring, and looks awesome. I, I don't know how comfortable the car is, but that's not what this one is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, imagine in that package, better weight balance being that rear mid, um, smaller car, lighter weight. Yeah, uh, it really looks like it's gonna be. Um,
1: Let me see uh, what it looks fun. like. You can uh, find bring it. Bring
0: up if you guys bring up that uh, uh, Cayman GT four RS, please. That is a
1: nice piece. Order it all up <clears throat> the way you want it.
0: I, yeah, and you know, in the other car that I saw in there, I know people were were like, "Oh, this new Gran Turismo, new Taycan, and Macon GTS." I, right when I walked in, I saw that red nine eleven GTS Targa. Mm-hmm. And I was like this is this is the cool bang for the buck car. The GTS has all the great trim level features. Mm-hmm. It sits lower, wider than anything else. It's manual transmission if you want it mm-hmm. and center lock wheels. Mm. Right? So yeah. so here's a few photos of the uh yeah. of the uh of the GT4 RS. Yeah,
1: it looks good. They did a
0: blue wheel on this thing which mm-hmm. people loved.
1: Ah. Uh. Yeah, they kind of, they did kind of a blue gray kind of center lock. Yeah, beautiful. And then a and then a blue wheel. It's got the Senna type rear spoiler, rear wing. Yeah, I mean the um, the um, who makes that Senna? God damn it! The the, the, the um, I can't think of the car manufacturer makes the Senna. Um, oh, McLaren. McLaren. Yeah, sorry. yeah. It's too many cars now, man. Can't keep can't keep track all of them but yeah it's beautiful
0: it's gorgeous Uh, chris uh, somewhere on my social i I did some photos about um the uh, la auto show and in there is this red porsche targa uh, uh, gts i think it might be a targa 4 gts Mm -hmm. with the wider hips and stuff and it's it's a gorgeous car. Just in the 911 world what they're doing with the Targa is fantastic. And when you get into that car uh you know, in the turbo you can't get with a manual transmission. The GT cars are great, but you know, a little bumpier, a little rougher. But as a as a gorgeous daily driver, uh I just think that GTS, that 911 GTS we, with or without the Targa, but getting the, center-lock the wheel, beautiful. center lock wheels out from the, you know, and the center make it for me like I, this one was red with the black wheel. I don't know that you mm. need to do the black wheel no. with the center lock. Like, make it stand out.
1: Yeah. Get it in uh, – get that Targa in the Robin's egg blue with either red interior or navy blue interior. Yeah. Or get it in white with the navy blue interior. That's, yeah. uh That is a good goddamn look for that car.
0: Yeah. Anyway, Chris, don't worry about it. Wait – it I didn't know if I posted everything yet, but I'll get it posted so you guys listening. Um it's it's it looks sharp. So yeah, it was looking auto show, looking good. A little scarce little scarce, sorry. There's fewer exhibitors out there, but uh uh-huh. yeah, good. But what 's going to it goes on for another week or so.
1: All right. Uh gonna be at the Bray Improv December 15th going gonna be taping some shows for the Daily Wire there. Got T J Miller and Patrick Warburton uh Portland Helium Comedy Club December 22nd 23rd doing four shows at their stand up there, live podcast and uh Truth Yeller my new comedy series on the Daily Wire is uh, available now Jay Leno's the first one so you can go to slash uh, adam save on that membership yeah
0: I will be at the PRI show in Indy Friday December 10th 10am on the main stage I'll be doing a live show there doing some interviews and stuff so if you're going to PRI come say hi
1: so until next time, Adam Curl for Matt, the moderator D'Andrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about you bundle? Bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. See just how much you could save. At Geico. That is Geico.com today. That's Geico.com.